This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Rucham Abba. We continue in Da'af Ashur. We're learning Mesach HaSivama. It's Da'af Tzadi Hei Yomad Beis. And, V'zeh Hechilanu, Be'ezras, Tzureinu, V'gayalenu, V'mashem Shiva Siyat HaDashmaya. To understand this. Lamaisa the Gemara said that there's a drasha, that when you live with your wife's sister, your wife does not become usher to you. Why would you think your wife becomes usher to you? The Gemara tried to make a kavachoymer. Madach, when you violate in Isarkal. The one who creates the Isar becomes usher. So, in a place where you violate an Isser Chamur, the one who creates an Isser should become Asr. Now, the Isser Chamur is Achaisisha. When you live with your wife's sister, the one who creates the Isser is your wife. So, in a case where you violate an Isser Chamur, the one who creates the Isser should become Asr. Namely, your wife should become Asr. Because in a case where you violate an Isser Kal, the one who creates the Yisr becomes Asr. So therefore we have a Pasuk of Isa. The question is, what exactly is the case where you violated the Yisr Kal? What's the Yisr Kal that you violated? The Gemara attempted many various interpretations. Maybe it's Machsar Grushasai, maybe it's Yivama, maybe it's Soita Labal. And now we're up to Ela Soita Labal, the bottom line, Tzadi Hamanav. Maybe the case is, you have a woman who lived with the Bayal, meaning a married woman, lived with her adulterer. So the one who creates the Yisr to the adulterer, the husband, becomes Asr. So if, in that case, which is an Yisr Kal, it's an Yisr Kal to live with the Bayal. says, Hi Yisr Kal, who is Yisr The Hainus Eshesish. Is that an Isser? Is that a lenient Isser when the woman lives with her adulterer? That's a very Chamer Dikin Isser. Ela Amar Rava. Rava said, Eish You know what we're talking about. The Isser Kal over here is a married woman. That if somebody lives with a married woman, Nesar Ha'isar. If somebody lives with a married woman, that is an Isser Kal because the, hus- the husband who creates the Isser does not Asser her forever. The Ki Asser Ravin, Om Rabbi Yochanan, Eish It's talking about a married woman. So we're not talking about a Soita. Now what's the difference between, who, ha- who has this down? What's the difference between a Soita, the Gemara's last possibility, and an Eish the case of Soita is she was Nivala to the Bayal. She lived with the Bayal. So her husband, who Asrs her, becomes Asr. But here we're talking about Eishas Ish. What does that mean, Eishas Ish? If somebody lives with a married woman, now how is that different than the Bayal? Anybody know? How is that different than the previous case? Uh, 
Let's see, the Gemara says, V'chein ki aso ravin, amar av yoichanan, eishesish, umay kari la isra kal, she'ein ha'oisra oisra kal yamav. The one who prohibits her does not prohibit her forever. Tanya Namihach, we learned in a brace like this as well. Abba Chanan Omar, Mishum Revelazar, Eishasish. And the Kavachoymer goes as follows. Uma Bimakoim Habba Al Isrkal. If in a situation where you live with a lenient Isr, She'ein Ho Isr Oisr Kal Yamav. That the one who answers her does not answer her forever. Ne'esar ha'oisar, yet the husband becomes aser. When you live with an eshesish, the one who creates the iser does not answer her forever. But the one who created the iser becomes aser. Haba al-iser chamor. One who lives with a chamor dik iser. Shaha oisra, oisra kal That one who answers her, answers her forever. Someone who lives with an Isser Chamor, namely his wife's sister, that the one who creates her Isser, namely the sister, he, she creates the Isser for as long as she's alive. Certainly, she should become Asr. The one who created the Isser should become Asr. She, her Shriva Asrs, Ve'en Shrivas Achoisa Oisarta, and the uh, relations of the sister do not ask her. So this is as we learned yesterday in the beginning of the sugya, that the kavachoymer is, if when living with a married woman, that the one who creates the iser of living with the married woman, the husband, when you live with this married woman, he becomes asr, even though the iser he created is weak, because it's not, it's not necessarily as long as he's alive because he could give a get and he could nullify the Isser of Ishes Ish. Then Alachas Kama Vakama, the Isser of Achos Isha that the wife creates for the husband to live with her sister, which she puts that Isser in force her whole life. If you live with her sister, your, your wife should become usher to you, and therefore we have a drasha of Oisa. Anybody have clear the difference between? Eishas Ish, and the Gemara's suggestion on Sadi Hayamad Aleph on the bottom, the Isser Soita. What's the case of Soita? How is that different than Eishas Ish? Okay, you... What? The difference is because the bayo was warned. The bayo was was uh, warned not to go into seclusion with her. Right. And why does the Gemara call that iser chamor as opposed to regular adultery? Why is that more chamor than just straight up adultery? I guess you're being nice to me. You don't want to... If I... Whatever he says in the footnote... Yeah. Footnote 47, that um, it talks about in the explicit case, that it talks about that it's, it's uh, um, difficult to understand how it can be termed lenient. Right. I mean, the Gemara asked that. Um, it's Isra Khamar. I just want to know what's the difference between Boyal and Eishasish. Please don't be nice to me. If you know the pshat, tell me. <laughs> it refers to, to Sota as adultery. Is what? Adultery is 
And what's Eish Adultery. And what's the difference between adultery and adultery? Exactly. Yeah. So the case of Soita is she lived with the guy who was only suspected of living with her? And why is that more chamor than Stam committing adultery with a... I mean, if you live with the guy... Like this. In the case of the Soita... She, you're suspected of living with this guy. To live with him is an iser chamor because there's nothing your husband could do to ever remove that iser because even if he divorces you, you're still going to be usher to this guy. Right? If you're suspected of living with a man, then even if your husband divorces you, you're possibly usher to him. As opposed to a man who you committed adultery with, if your husband would have divorced you, then you would have been permitted to him? Is that the difference? Alright, Vaiter. Rabbi Yossi Oymer Kol You look back in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi says, anyone who you aser through acherim, you yourself become aser, and anyone who you don't aser through acherim, you yourself don't become pasal. And the Gemara basically explained that to mean that if your wife and your brother-in-law go overseas, where you then lived with your wife's sister, and your wife comes back and your brother-in-law comes back, so now you now created an Isser between your brother-in-law and sister-in-law, so Yossi seems to say, because you answered your brother-in-law to your sister-in-law, so now your wife becomes usher to you. And the Tanakama seems to say, no, your wife is not usher to you. Says the Holy Gemara, Yossi Aymer Kol Shapoisa V'chulu, Maika Amar. What is the... What is the... Um, Rabbi Yossi saying, "My kamer Rabbi Yossi, ilema de kamer Tanakama." If the the Tanakama saying, "The azal ishta vigisam dinasiyam," that your brother-in-law, your wife, and your brother-in-law went overseas. Now, in that case, where you married your wife's sister, and your wife's sister was really married to your brother-in-law, who turned out to be alive, so ishas gisay asura, your brother-in-law is going to be asur ve'ishta sharia. And but your wife's going to be mutter because your brother-in-law is going to be ushered to his wife because his wife is a soita because she lived with you. But your wife is going to be is going to be mutter because you just lived with your wife's sister. The Carmelay Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yosi saying, "Whoa, kihechi the ishtoi sharia, just like your wife is mutter eishas gitoi nam gisai nami sharia, the wife of your brother-in-law is also mutter because the lashon of Rabbi Yosi is." Anyone who you don't passel others, 
So the question is, what's Rabbi Yossi talking about? Is Rabbi Yossi saying, just like your wife is mutter, the wife of your brother-in-law is also mutter? So Ihachi, if that's what Rabbi Yossi is saying, if somehow Rabbi Yossi is arguing that since your own wife is mutter, the wife of your brother-in-law who had adultery with you is mutter, Ihachi, kol she'ein poisel al yedei acherim ein poisel atzmai. This said, it says, anyone who doesn't aser others, doesn't aser through himself, just the opposite, he should say the opposite, he should say, Anyone who they themselves don't become Aser, Don't Aser others. That's what it should have said. I mean, right now we're focusing on the second half of Rabbi Yossi's statement. Rabbi Yossi's second half of the statement is, Anyone who doesn't Aser others, they themselves are not Aser. So what, what's that referring to? Is Rabbi Yossi saying, Because your own wife is mutter to you, your brother-in-law's wife is also mutter to you? Then he should have said, anyone who does not become usher themselves doesn't usher others. Now why this would be, why in the world just because your wife is mutter to you, your brother-in-law's wife who committed adultery should be mutter to him, that's like completely inexplicable. Your wife is mutter to you because uh, all you did was live with her sister. But why in the world should your brother-in-law's wife be mutter to him? His wife committed adultery. So that is the subject of uh, the Rishonim, the Rajba, and the Ritva. And I'm not going to get into now. It's very lengthy. But let's just take it at face value. It, what did Rabbi Yossi mean? Did he mean that since your wife is mutter to you, so then the halach is your... The halach is your sister-in-law is mutter to her husband? then Rabbi Yossi should have expressed his opinion differently. Ve'ela, must be what Rabbi Yossi is saying, is ki hechi de'eshes gisai asura, just like your brother-in-law's wife is asur, ishtoinami asura. Your wife is also asur. Well, in that case, hatenach kol shapoisel. I understand what Rabbi Yossi is saying, anyone who asurs, then anyone who they themselves are asur to their wife, In other words, if what Rabbi Yossi is saying is that since Eishas Gisa is Aser Ishtar Nami Asira, so I, that would explain what Rabbi Yossi means. Whoever passes Acherim, Pasel becomes Pasel themselves. But what's the second half of Rabbi Yossi saying? But um, Meaning I understand the, the, the expression, anyone who Asers others, they themselves become Aser. But what did Rabbi Yossi mean? Anyone who doesn't answer others, they themselves are mutter. What's that all about? Rabbi Yossi made two statements. He said, anyone who answers others, he himself becomes puzzle. And anyone who doesn't answer others, he himself does not become puzzle. So what's the latter half of Rabbi Yossi saying? So basically we have uh, two ways of reading this. We have Rabbi Ami, and I believe we have Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. 
Amr Rab Ami, Rab Ami said, actually Rab Yoisi and the Tanakhama are going on a previous Mishnah and Daf Pezayin. Aresha. He's going on the Resha. Rashi says, Amr Rabbi Ami, Hayikoshe'enoi When he says anyone who doesn't pass, he's going on the Resha. That's to- where it's talking about the Ari Be'enoi Poisal where you're not answering others. What's the case? The Ari La'el, look at Rashi. Rashi says, we're speaking earlier, the mission in the beginning of the park said if you get married based on Edim, so the halacha is, and you got a woman got married based on Edim who said her husband died, and now the husband walks in. So the halacha is Tetze, she has to leave her second husband, but she's mutter to her, her first husband. The katani seifa, and then the seifa says, meaning our Mishnah, now let's say instead of she getting married out Piedim, she's mother to her husband. Uh, now we're talking about a case where um, the two Adim said his wife died and then the wife walks in. So he's allowed to take her back. It doesn't matter whether Adam said that she died. And to your wife's sister, they said her husband died. So the wife of your brother-in-law is permitted to her husband. And it doesn't matter whether it's Eid Echad. Because Eishas Gisaya Surah Ishtai. The wife of your brother-in-law is Asur and your wife is permitted. So let's see in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Amr of Ami, Aresha, Nisei Salpi Bezdin, Teitzei, Upetura Menachkarben. If you get married based on Bezdin, you have to get divorced from your new husband, and the halach is, you're exempt from a carbon, Alpi Eidim, if you get married based on 1-8. Teitzei, you have to get divorced, the Chayevis Bekarben, and you have to bring a carbon, meaning Alpi Eidachod, you have to bring a carbon. Again, if you get married based on Bezdin, which means one aid, you're exempt from a carbon. You get married based on two Eidim, you have to get divorced. Now, if you have to get divorced, means you get divorced from the second husband, but you could go back to the first husband. In the case where you get married based on one aid, you cannot go back to the first husband, but if you get married based on two Eidim, you could go back to the first husband. V'chayevis b'karbin. Yafeh koychoy shal Bezdin shapacha mena karbin. So the Kayach of Bezdin is great because it exempts you from bringing a carbon, right? We learned earlier that when Bezdin allows you to remarry, so even if they turned out to be faulty, but since you're relying on the Bezdin, which is one aid, the halacha is you're exempt from a carbon. Masha if you relied on two aidim, you're chayiv a carbon. And what's the Tanakama saying? The Ka'amar Tanakama. Loishna al piedim. It doesn't matter if two aidim allowed the woman to get married. The Eishas Gisoy Sharia. Let's say two Edim. Let's say two Edim allowed the woman to get married. 
that the wife of the brother-in-law is permitted to him. So what's the case? Why would the wife of the brother-in-law be permitted to him? Because the wife of the brother-in-law didn't really commit adultery because the reason why the wife of the brother-in-law married this guy is because she was told that her husband died. Two Adim, in other words, let's say two Adim said that her husband died. And then it turned out the husband was alive. So she's allowed to return to her brother-in-law. So the Tanakhama says, it doesn't make a difference whether two Adim said she could marry, because now the wife of your brother-in-law is permitted to him. And it doesn't matter if Bezdin told her she could get married. And now she's going to be usher to your brother-in-law because she committed adultery based on one aid. Either way, whether she's usher to her husband because she relied on one aid, or whether she's mutter to her husband because she relied on two aidim, either way, the halacha is that your wife is mutter to you, regardless of the fact that you lived with her sister. Because whether you created an Isser to your brother-in-law or not, your wife is permitted. The Kamala Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, says like this, Alpi Bezdin, if the woman got married because one aide told her that her husband died, that she's now usher to her brother-in-law, she's going to be usher to you. Because if she's going to be ushered to her husband because she committed adultery, she's going to be ushered to you. The karma, um, Adim, but if she gets married based on Adim, where she's going to be mutter to her husband, the Enoi Poisal Acherem, In other words, your wife will not become. Usher to you. So what Rabbi Yossi is saying is when the woman marries you based on one aid where she's going to become usher to her husband, to your brother-in-law, so now your wife will become usher to you. Masha'in Cain. If she got married based on Adim where she will not become usher to her, to her husband, so then your wife will not become um Apostle to you. Rashi says, If she gets married based on Bezdin, he argues on you. If she got married based on Edim, that Rabbi Yossi would agree to. However, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Amar, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka says that the case is a little different. Really, it's going on the Seifa. Namely, it's going on the latter case on Pezayin, where a woman got married based on one witness. And what does it mean, tasseling and not tasseling? Either your wife and your brother-in-law go lamdina sayam, or your arusa and your brother-in-law go lamdina sayam. So in other words, the cases, the two cases are the woman, um,
the cases are where the remarriage is uh, based on one aid. Both cases are where the remarriage is based on one aid. However, the cases where your wife and your brother-in-law go overseas, but in one case she's your full wife, she's a Nasua, and in one case she is a Arusa. So one case is Ishtoi Vigisai Go Lamdina Sayam, and one case is your Arusa and Gisai Go Lamdina Sayam. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Amar Loilam Asefa. Ha da Azli Arusa Sevigisai. One case is where your Arusa goes with your brother in law. Ha da Azli Ishtoi Vigisai. In one case where your wife goes with your brother in law. The Kamar Tanakama, Tanakama says, Loishna Ishtoi Vigisai. It doesn't matter if it's your wife. And your brother-in-law, It doesn't matter if it's your arusa and your brother-in-law. The wife of your brother-in-law is aser. So the case again is your wife and your brother-in-law go overseas, and you get a report that your wife died. So you live with her sister. So whether it's your wife because she's an Arusa, whether it's your wife because she's an Asua, either way, you become you are still mutter to your original wife. But your brother-in-law will be also to his wife. Because basically, his wife is... Uh, how did his wife marry you? You were able to marry his wife because there's an Eidecha that said that her husband died. And regardless of whether your wife is your Arusa, or whether your wife is an Asua, either way, the Tanakama says that your wife is mutter to you. Your brother-in-law's wife is Asura, your wife is mutter. And comes Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi says, wait a second. Now what's the reason your wife is mutter? Because your wife didn't do anything wrong. What's the reason why your second wife is uh, usher to her husband? Because she committed adultery. And the halacha is, what's the reason why a woman who uh, is told by one aide that her husband died and then she lives with another man, why is she usher to her husband? The, we've been learning in the whole parak a very simple reason. The reason is because the only reason we allow her to marry someone else is because she'll do her due diligence. But if her husband ends up walking in the room, then clearly he did not do his, she did not do her due diligence. So whether she's in Arusa or she's in Asua, the halacha is going to be, she will be usher to her husband. But now Rabbi Yossi comes up with a whopper of a chidosh. And Rabbi Yossi is going to say a new reason why when a woman gets married, I'll pee eight echad, she is prohibited to her husband if he walks in the room. It's not because she must not have done her due diligence, it's for a totally different reason. The Kamalei Rav Yossi, by your wife and your brother-in-law, then, by your wife and your brother-in-law, why are you marrying your wife's sister? 
Nobody is going to think the reason you're marrying your wife's sister is because you're never really married to your wife because you made a tenai in the Nesuin and the tenai was not fulfilled. As we learned earlier in the parak. you cannot make a tenai in Nesuin because if you later have Bia, the Bia will end up being Znus. So if people see a married man living with his wife's sister, nobody's going to say that the reason why he lived with his wife's sister is because it must be the original uh, marriage to his wife was never Chal, or there was a Tanai and it was unfulfilled, because there can't be a Tanai in Nesuin. Must be. Uh, the reason why you married her sister is because she must have died. So, Rabbi Yossi says, Ishtoi v'gisay delek l'meyemet t'nai havalei b'nesuin, where, de'enoi poisel al yedei acher, she, you're not posseling anyone else, enoi poisel al yedei asma, you don't become posseled yourself. Let's see, Rashi v'ka'amar le Rabbi Yossi. Says the Gemara, says Rashi, I'm not going to tell you what I think about this Amod until we finish it. Hopefully that will be very soon. That this guy had a Tanai with his wife, Rishayna. Everybody knows the Nesuei Shniyatasin. Everybody knows that since there was no Tanai in the first Nesuin, the Nesuin to the second was, was a mistake. Because everyone knew you were married to the first w- woman. Nobody's going to say the husband divorced her and married the sister. Because even if uh, he divorced the first wife, she would be also, he would be also to the sister. It must be people know that Edim tricked him. So therefore, he does not Passel through his brother-in-law, Kishar Isha, Hanesis Be'edachad, the Hasam who the Asilameimar Girech Zeh. Meaning, other married women that get married through an Edachad, there is a following Shash. He's going to say, people are going to say, he must have divorced his wife and he took the, uh, the second woman and if he's going to bring her back, people are going to say that you can be Machser Grusha, Menan Nesuin. But here, this, that's an impossibility. Why? So therefore, here it's an impossibility because she would still be usher to you. You wouldn't be able to take her back. So therefore, you don't usher the brother-in-law, and therefore you don't become usher yourself. But in a situation where the first woman was an Arusa, where there's a possibility that maybe you made a Tanai in the Kedushin, so people are going to think that the Nesuin of the second one was a Nesuin. The, the fact that she married another guy is a valid Nesuin. And people are going to say that the, that husband divorced her, and then you took it back. I, it's Achlesisha. People are going to say, you have a Tanai. And it wasn't fulfilled. So if Eishas Gisai goes back to her husband, people are going to say, you're allowed to take back your Grusha. So since you're answering others, so therefore you become answer to yourself. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. So 
Um, Rabbi Yossi is saying, V'kamale Rabbi Yossi, Ishtoi, V'gisai, Deleka Lameimar, so you're not answering others, so you don't become puzzle yourself. But Arusa Vigisai, the Ikalamemar Tana Havalabakadushin, Upoisalay De Achirim, you're passeling others, Afpoisali De Atsmay, you would end up passeling yourself. How do we paskin? Amrabiudamashmuel, Halacha Krabyasi. We paskin like Rabyasi. Maskafla Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef asked, Umiyamar Shmol Hachi, did Shmol say this? Idmar, but we learned, Yivama, a woman who is Yivama, Rav Amar, Harehi Keishasish. Rav says she's like a married woman. Ushmol Amar, Enakeishasish. Shmol says she's not like a married woman. Vamar Ravuna, Ravuna said, what's the case? Kagoin Chekidesh, Achiv Esoisha. For example, the brother married a woman. And he went overseas. The Shama Shames Achiv, and he heard that his brother died. The Amad Venasas Ishtai, and you went and you married your wife. The Rav Amar Harehi Keishasish. Rav says it's like you married a married woman. The Asura Liavam, she's also to the Yamushmol Amar Ena Keishasish Visharya. So how could you say Halacha Kreb Yosi? But here we see clearly the halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi. And the Gemara is going to say, well, which Rabbi Yossi? Is it the Rabbi Yossi of Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha or is it the Rabbi Yossi of Rav Ami? Okay, Marv Rabbi we will uh, get into this more Be'ezus Hashem next Monday. In the meantime, this Amud uh, is one of the hardest in the entire Masechta by far. And uh, please review and study it very carefully. And Bezos Hashem, we will continue uh, next week. Daf Tzadi Vav, wishing everyone a wonderful evening. Kal Tov. Kal Tov, everyone. Be well. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.